As I was driving around the, the city of Battleground in Vancouver today as well, I was just praying. I was just asking God for wisdom. I was asking God for clarity. Um, JD had asked me to be a part of their prayer group this weekend and to share a prayer video, and I have done so. Um, and I love that he's calling the churches to prayer and trying to get some unity, and I think that's great. And and uh, there are more churches doing the same thing, and I think that's incredible. Prayer is what we should be doing. We should be in the Word, and we should be in prayer. And in 1 Timothy chapter 2, uh, beginning with verse 1, I love Paul's urging here to young Timothy and uh, as Timothy is setting up uh, churches and and in verse 3 he's going to be setting up overseers and deacons but before he does that Paul calls him to prayer and he says I urge then first of all the requests and prayers intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone first of all it's for everyone and then he breaks it down a little bit Um, verse 2 for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. How fitting is this scripture for today as we see what's happening in the Seattle area and we see what's happening really around our nation in in some of the cities. And we pray for God to, to just minister. We pray for wisdom for all leaders. We pray for salvation for all leaders. I want every one of those people to spend eternity in heaven. I do. I struggle with some of the decisions that are being made, but that's not for me to judge. It's for me to pray for them. And Paul says that. Verse three, this is good and it pleases God our Savior. What's good? That we pray for our leaders, that we pray for kings and all those in positions of authority, and that we live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. One of the things that we're told not to do today is to be quiet, and I think some of that is okay, but I think there are times when we need to be quiet and we need to allow the Holy Spirit to do the work that He wants to do. Verse 4, who wants all men to be saved. Verse 3, let's go back to verse 3. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Why do we pray for them? We pray for them because God wants all men to come to a knowledge of His of the Savior, and He wants all men to be saved. Verse 5, for there is only one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave Himself as a ransom for all men who gave himself as a ransom for all men, those we agree with and those we do not agree with. That is what we should be doing. The testimony given in its proper time. Verse 7, And for this purpose, I, Paul, was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I'm not lying, and a teacher of the true faith to the Gentiles, not just to the people um, who we would assume that he would go to the Jews, but he went to the Gentiles. He went to everyone. He he says, I pray for all men everywhere. And we should be praying too. It's it's easy to be angry. It's it's not easy to be angry after we've prayed. Look at verse eight. I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing. I want all men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing. Oh, that we would lift up holy hands. Oh, that we who have Jesus Christ living in our lives and we understand the power of prayer would pray for other people who do not understand what prayer is and who do not understand or do not even believe in the power of prayer. Because once 
there was a time for many of us where we didn't believe in the power of prayer and we didn't believe that there was a God and we didn't believe that God really loved us. But look at where we're at today. We have this beautiful relationship with with our Lord and Savior and we have the ability to listen to uh, devotions. We have the ability to to watch online television uh, worship service. We have the ability to, to read our Bibles and we have the ability to learn of this Savior who loves us and wants all men everywhere to be saved. So we need to be praying for our leaders. We need to pray for wisdom. There doesn't seem to be a lot of it out there. I understand that. But God is the God of wisdom. And James says when we need wisdom, we ask. And we don't ask wavering. We ask by faith. And we ask God to give us wisdom. So let's pray for one another. And let's pray for our leaders. And let's pray that God's wisdom and his, his, his will would be done. We know he's sovereign. And we know he's in charge. And although it looks like he's not, in the midst of these difficult times, we can still see the move of God. So let's pray. Let me pray for you. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I'm praying for you. God bless you until we talk again.